Hello, I'm Norma Columbus. Welcome to the Norma Columbus Lifestyle Podcast, a part of the Saskatchewan Podcast Network. Thank you for listening. Today's episode is called Separation Anxiety, Mental Health. We have all seen the quotes about not judging other people because we don't know what their struggles are. Often we form an impression of someone based on a sliver of knowledge about their life. Separation anxiety has always been an issue for me. Things that seemed effortless to others often didn't end well for me and dad had to pick me up at midnight for more than one sleepover. I begged and pleaded to be allowed to go and then to admit defeat and call home was soul crushing. It was traumatic at the time and is a vivid memory all these years later. It was also embarrassing as I had to face the kids at school on Monday. Luckily, my friends went easy on me about it. Two of my siblings are 15 and 13 years older than me and were gone and living out of province when I was still a young kid. I would excitedly await their visits, but a day or so before they were to leave, the anticipation of being left was overwhelming and I would start to cry and couldn't pull myself together. The rest of the family would be enjoying a barbecue or gathering and I would be up in the bedroom sobbing my little heart out. My parents didn't know what the heck to do with me. None of their other kids acted like that. After an episode, it just wasn't discussed. It is difficult to describe the feeling if you have never experienced it. It comes over you in waves and it can elicit crying, fear, and even panic attacks. So it is definitely unpleasant. Even now, I wouldn't say I like to stay away from home overnight. I'm not sure where separating anxiety comes from. It has just always been something I've had to deal with. When I was about six, I got my tonsils out in Prince Albert and had to stay in the hospital for several days. When my parents left me there, I watched from an upper floor window tears flowing down my face as they walked to the vehicle. The nurses eventually moved me away from the window. I had never been away from my parents, so that was a big deal. I don't remember the day they came to pick me up, but I must have been a happy little girl. When our kids were in the hospital for various things, I never left them alone. It was a different time when I, than when I was a kid. My parents were grain and cattle farmers. They had other kids at home. They couldn't just sit around entertaining me in the hospital for days, I guess. Mom didn't have a driver's license then, so she couldn't make the two-hour round trip to spend time with me by herself. There was a pattern. I nagged my parents relentlessly until I got to go where I wanted to go. One year, I pleaded to go to John Bosco summer camp as my friends were going. It was a couple hours from home and sessions ran 10 days. I'm not sure what I was thinking getting myself into that. 10 days? But once I got there, parents were not going to come and get me. They had paid for the camp and I was in. Although some kids did go home. I can still remember some kid being driven away, sitting in the back seat, looking out the window all sad because they (laughs) they had to phone home. Oh man. I started to write a letter home, but I was so exhausted that I fell asleep and woke up in the morning with the pen and partly written letter lying on the wooden floor of our tent. I had survived the night in spite of myself. K 
camp was fun and it was a good experience, but I had no desire to do it again. Growing up, I didn't have a bedroom on my own. I shared a room with my older sister and when she left, my little sister moved in. When we graduated from high school, my bestie and I were excited to get an apartment and attend post-secondary schooling. But when I got there, I was homesick for months. The Hubs and I had been dating for several years by that time, so it was him that I was attached to the most and missing. Poor bugger. He made many trips into Saskatoon to see me during the bad patches. It was a good thing I had my roommate's support. I probably would have packed up and gone home after the first month. I didn't stay in the city too many weekends, though. I didn't want to be there any longer than necessary. But I didn't have a car, so I had to hitch rides home with whoever was going that way. So that my ride wouldn't have to wait on me, I lugged my suitcase along with my heavy book bag to school on Friday mornings on the crowded city bus and shoved it into my locker. On some Monday mornings, Dad would drive me to a designated spot on a grid road so I could catch a ride back to the city with another friend. I was like the littlest hobo. We were exhausted on those mornings and 6 a.m. is harsh in the dead of a prairie winter. She dropped me off at school and off I went, suitcase and tow, to start another week. One of our granddaughters suffers from separation anxiety, particularly the idea of being separated from her mom. She is six now and is adamant that she's never moving away from home, ever. Even if her mom goes to the store or out for supper, she has many questions about whether her absence is truly necessary. Her sisters do not suffer the same way. So is it nature or nurture? Or is it a personality trait some of us have? We just have big feelings. Do you or a family member have experience with separation anxiety? Mine is a part of my mental health journey, I suppose. Mom was really gone overnight except for a couple of brief hospital stays and dad went on the occasional fishing trip. I recall that they did go on one trip as a couple to Ontario and my older sister came home to stay with my brother and me. We were constantly bugging her, saying we were hungry, missed mom and dad. She told us that hunger was just a state of mind. I never forgot that. Familiarity brings comfort. We feel safe and secure with what we know. Whether you live in a tiny house or a mansion, home is home, and there's no place like it. When it comes to separation anxiety, I think that a person should keep pushing forward, as the less you expose yourself to uncomfortable situations, the more fear and anxiety take hold of your life. You say, no, I can't go without realizing how often you do, and quickly it becomes your go-to answer. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being comfortable staying home, but I think there should be some balance in your life. People who isolate themselves can become crushed by social anxiety, never wanting to go anywhere. Eventually, people will misread you and stop calling. Once I have agreed to go somewhere and do it, I usually enjoy myself. I know I just overthink things. I have had more regrets about places I haven't gone because of irrational and unfounded fears than the places I have gone. When our kids left home, being separated from them was tough for me and it took a long time to adjust. The link to the story of my empty nest experience is listed below. There's a different feeling when you're the one leaving from when you're being left. Going seems to be less traumatic than being left. 
This is partly because when we are preparing to leave, we are distracted and focused on the act of leaving, packing, travel arrangements, etc. The person being left is focused on the impending separation. There is always an adjustment period when I go somewhere and when I return. What does not help? Ridiculing or being dismissive of their feelings. Although the reaction may seem excessive, it is genuine to the person experiencing it. Discipline is not what's needed. Discouraging them from trying again is not helpful. Tips to manage separation anxiety. Reassurance builds self-confidence. Confirm they understand that they haven't done anything wrong. Praise them for trying and encourage them to try again. Communicate in a calm, positive tone. Distraction. I know this is hard. I mean, what do you distract yourself with when you're at someone else's house in the middle of the night? But try breathing and body relaxation exercises. Journaling, positive self-affirmations, aromatherapy, talking it through with someone. If you have been in that situation, share your experiences with the person going through it. This will help them to understand that it's okay to feel that way and that they're not alone. Mental health conditions such as separation anxiety or any type of anxiety are a huge thief of time. The loss adds up little by little over the years. When I think back to the times I didn't go somewhere or try something new because of those feelings, it makes me sad how much time I lost and what I missed out on. None of us can get those moments back, but we can move forward and try to conquer obstacles no matter what stage of life we're at. Start small, even if it isn't something big. A sm- getting a small bit of your freedom back is something to be proud of. It is worth the effort. May is Mental Health Awareness Month. Please take the time to evaluate your mental health and seek help if you need. You shouldn't feel ashamed or embarrassed if you suffer separation anxiety, whether you're a child or an adult. You are entitled to your feelings. Visit my lifestyle blog for episode pictures and links to my garden and published works pages, food blog and gift shop. My website address is in the episode notes. The Saskatchewan Podcast Network is supported by Direct West. Is marketing getting in the way of running your business? Direct West has a local expert team right here in Saskatchewan that will work with you to build your website exactly how you imagine it. Let them help you improve your online presence and head to directwest.com to learn more. The Saskatchewan Podcast Network is supported by Conexus. Does money spark joy in your life or cause you stress? If you said stress, you're not alone. For 42% of Canadians, their biggest stressor comes from money. At Conexus, they care about your financial well-being. Money doesn't have to be stressful, and Conexus is here to help. The Conexus Hashtag Money Talk blog provides expert advice, tips, and solutions for all life stages and events. Getting married, buying a house, budgeting, saving, they cover it all and more. And did I mention it's free? Check it out today at ConnexusMoneyTalk.ca.
and start feeling confident and stress-free about your money. If you like what you just heard, please share the podcast and give it a review. I'd really appreciate it. Thank you so much.